SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, Craig Campbell. Thank you. Lovely. <laughs> nice to meet you, Craig. I've already met you a couple of times, but I know that since the last time we met, you've had a baby boy. Yes, baby boy. Um, Same accent as you already? <laughs> um, he whines like me, yeah. Um, <laughs> he whines a lot, but I'm not sure about the accent just yet. All right, but he's not talking he yet. What, he's two months old, yeah? Yeah, two months okay. old, so a bit early for talking, but... Is, is there a, a crying Scottish accent? Um, do they do, do, do Scottish babies cry? Mines doesn't. It? Mines doesn't. Mines is actually a good guy. Um, he doesn't cry at all. Doesn't really cry. The only time I've ever seen him cry, um, he was born. They had a touch of jaundice, and they were check. They, they jagged his heel to take blood <laughs> out of it, which looked quite sore. Um, so that's the only time I've ever heard him cry properly. He moans like if he, he's hungry, and he go and he makes all these wee noises, but. Um, that wasn't a good impression of the noises. Um, <laughs> that's probably just me being an old guy. Um, but yeah, no. So he's, he's not really a crier, so it's oh, hard right. for me to tell whether he cries like a Scottish baby. But all right, well there you go. We'll yeah. ne we'll never know. You'll, you can think about it next oh, time. Oh yeah. Well, we're now in Paris. We're at the Usine, and you can confirm that it's a really beautiful place to, to have a conference. Yep, lovely place. It's it's it's, it's not the same type of venue I'd expect. It wasn't what I was expecting, but yeah, it's like. It's very French. Yeah. <laughs> very French. They've got <laughs> potted plants hanging from the roof. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, and then they've got beer pong later on, which you're going to win. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, I confidently say I'll get to the last eight anyway. The, the last eight standing. Yeah. yeah. Last eight standing <laughs> at the bar. Yeah, All we'll right. leave that vague. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> and we're going to talk about social media onto the more serious stuff. Yep. Um, I I, all, I, sorry, I didn't know you were a social media expert, except for the fact that you've got loads of followers. What's your favourite social media platform? Um, social media platform that works best for me um, would probably be Facebook, if I'm being honest. Um, I've got a lot of followers on Twitter, um, but y you know what it's like in the kind of big long threads and all that's kind of joking mm. jokey and, and mm. you know you get some banter on there but in terms of business to be had and, and interacting with people on a serious level I, I think Facebook's probably the best for me not LinkedIn mm, LinkedIn's good as well but not as good as it once was um, what's that I what's just think wrong what's going wrong with, with LinkedIn I think it's just very spammy now I think with Facebook, you've always got the opportunity to decline people and stuff like that. Where and you can do the same in, you know, these other platforms as well, LinkedIn and stuff. But it's just very salesy LinkedIn for me now. People yeah. are just spamming it to death. And when LinkedIn worked really well for me, um, it was probably three or four years ago when I was using a lot of automation. Um, so I was following people, unfollow, eh, not following people, endorsing people, viewing their profile, all that kind of stuff. And that worked really well for me, but I think a lot of people have now caught on to that, so it's now very spammy. And yeah. uh, you know, for every 20 inquiries you get through, one might be genuine, and then it's the rest of them going, look at me, look at this service, look at that service. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got a question then about LinkedIn, because what I'm what I'm currently doing is saying, okay, I'm using LinkedIn to identify named entities mm -hmm. to Google and to Microsoft, because it belongs to Microsoft, so Microsoft presumably understands the platform, and Google presumably can use it very easily to identify individuals. Is yeah. that a good idea, a bad idea? Am I am I backing up the wrong tree? No, definitely not. I mean, there's there's different ways you can use LinkedIn out with the general, you know, just connecting with guys you know and sending them a message, mm -hmm. hello, here, how, how are you, networking and stuff like that. Um, you can certainly use it for 
looking at people. There's also like cool little plugins. Um, there's one in particular called Contact Out. So if you were doing outreach, for example, um, which is not social media marketing, but if you were doing outreach, for example, and you've got that Chrome extension that basically scrapes a LinkedIn profile and gives you the email address, phone number, all that kind of stuff, just at the push of a button. Oh, okay. um, so in terms of just like what you're saying, looking at people are pulling data together. There's so many other things you can do with the data on LinkedIn that maybe people are not that aware of. You know, yeah. a lot of people are just using it as a spam thing now. Um, I'm you know, just using it to research the guests so I can find something embarrassing I can say about them. Yeah. <laughs> LinkedIn, I'm sure there'll be dirt on there somewhere. So, but no, there's a lot of data on there. Um, and if you look in the right places, you can certainly get yeah. the right stuff. So LinkedIn, you know, it's not dead uh, in terms of a social media platform for me. I still do get stuff through it, but I, I, I just feel yeah. that um, it's it's got really spammy in the past couple well, of years. You, you mentioned Facebook. I mean, Kate Toon was telling me, get yourself a Facebook book group. That's the way to move forward for the podcast. And I haven't done it yet because I don't mm -hmm. know how to do it. I mean, I've just been on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for me, literally six months ago, I wasn't doing any social media at all. So all this is completely new. <laughs> um, I've been at it for six months yeah. and I'm doing okay, but I think I could probably do a lot better. And Facebook is apparently where I'm missing out. Facebook, I would definitely say, um, you know, the SEO community in, in general, a lot of these guys are on Facebook. So ah. when I'm on Facebook, um, I'm interacting with people who possibly want to do some consultancy. They might want to buy links. They might want training. So everyone's on there looking for different things. And there's Facebook groups that, that sell websites or, or uh. you know, whatever you're interested in, or podcast groups or whatever. You know, there's a group for everything. And, there's, you know, there's even groups, you know, if you like fancy cars or, or music band groups like for things that you're into. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's groups that are really good for people who obsess over the bass or whatever it is you play. Yeah. So I think Facebook... <laughs> um, whatever it is you play. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a music guy, so I'm not sure yeah, of the, the, right. the right terminology. So um, so I've not been funny with that one. But yeah, that, that big thing, I would have called it a trombone if I'm being honest. I know oh, it's, right. uh, the okay. looks yeah. nothing like a trombone, it just looks like one to me, but wow. hey. That's <laughs> yeah, a double bass. Um, so, and you'll see it tomorrow. Yeah. But, sorry, basically what I'm now hearing, and I haven't really thought about it, Twitter's for having a chat with your mates. Uh, LinkedIn is for putting out your business thing, your business idea, the, the fact that you are who you are, and Facebook is actually looking for business. So I've completely missed the boat. Yeah. I mean, Facebook, you also can be yourself, whereas LinkedIn, you kind of have to be yeah. seen as semi-professional because people are always on your case if you say something that's maybe controversial if you like um, yeah. and and twitter I, I feel is just full of trolls now yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so linkedin's a kind of pro professional presentation and uh yeah okay no I, I, so, you've, you've got me excited about facebook i'll be, I'll be having <laughs> a look at that now tell me about automation so what i was saying earlier was um there's there was a tool that worked really well for me in terms of linkedin it still works mm. well for me to this day and um, so there's a tool called linkedhelper.com Linkedhelper.com. Um, linkedhelper okay. Not LinkedIn Helper, just LinkedHelper. Okay. Um, and it costs you $15 a month. And basically what it does is it allows you to invite connections. You can message recently added connections. So for example, all on autopilot. Um, and I've actually got a tutorial on my website. So anyone that you recently connected to in LinkedIn, you can send them a message saying, I'm Jason Bernard, you know, I've got a podcast. No, you can do that. You can send a message to these people, endorse them. Um, follow them mm. on LinkedIn as well. You can remove connections. You can also, and as I say, add connections as well. So for example, if I wanted to add people that were SEO agency owners, I just do a search for that, collect all of the agency owners, and there's probably going to be a million of them on there. Mm. And this bot will basically go through 
all of those agency owners and connect with them for me. So the thing for me, um, when I first started out with LinkedIn um, years ago, I used to get up at seven in the morning and the wife would go in and, and have her shower and wash her hair. So I'd just be lying there, just waking it up. And I would go into my, my LinkedIn and just go add, 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 constantly, just on the phone, bang, 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 for 20 minutes um, while she was in the shower. Um, and that was my routine every day. And I built up quite a following doing that. But the yeah. fact that these bots and stuff are doing that now for you, you know, on autopilot, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, mm. for $15 a month, you can basically message people. And, and what I'm not wanting to you can, come across you, you is- You can now do it in the time that she gets out of bed and closes the bathroom door. Yes. So, um, yeah. And so for me, you know, that t type of automation is really good. Um, not to spam people because mm. I, I don't believe in you know, spamming the life out of people, but I certainly think there's certainly features on there in terms of adding people who are mutually, you know, maybe going to want to talk to you, softly pushing your services mm -hmm. out there and just maybe even sending a message saying, hi there, I do a bit of training, you know, if you, sure. if you want to talk to yeah. me or whatever. And I think even just looking at people's profiles, people tend to look at your profile back. And then the amount of times I've done that and people have said, oh, I so happen to be looking for an SEO guy. Oh, okay. uh, can I talk to you about this or can I talk to you about that? Or whatever it may be. So automation f on LinkedIn, that, that tool's pretty good. There's also other um, tools like jarv.com, so that's J-A-R-V-E-E.com. Um, and that, that works for Twitter, Facebook, all these other kind of things. So the key part on Twitter was, how do you get good followers or good quality relevant mm -hmm. followers? Um, and a lot of people- Tens of thousands yeah, in their quality, yeah? Yeah, they're all good people. And a lot of people will joke, yeah, you bought them from Fiverr or whatever. And I could potentially go out to Fiverr and buy 10,000 eggheads mm. and project my message to, to people who are never going to reply. That's that's just counterproductive. Um, but th this Jarvie, basically what it does is you can set it up so that the bot follows everyone who follows you, who follows Sam Rush, who follows Bill, Cindy, mm. Don Anderson, whoever the hell it may be, and you change that up all the time. So if you were clever and you set that up properly, this bot follows them all and people will automatically follow you back. If mm. they don't follow you back, you can set the two. So you can set, there's a setting in the tool where if they don't follow you back after 10 days or 14 days or whatever you, you set it at, it unfollows them for you. And that's something I've run for years um, on there. So I'm building up a real genuine audience. And Is that how we connect it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> but I've connected with that many people online. I have no idea where it all started. Probably was all bot stuff. But you know, I think automation is key. Obviously, I think the the biggest part of social media is is having your own personality and your own stamp on yeah. the actual messages you send to people and how you interact with people. But I certainly think there's nothing at all wrong with automating a lot of the kind of grunt work or processes, uh, if you I like. I think that's something you said to me in uh, Leeds when we when we met up about eight months ago. It was just before I started. Mm -hmm. um, lucky you did, because uh, it is kind of, you are who you are, and, and, and that's, that's where it's going to work. But now you're talking about automation. What are the traps? Where does it go wrong? It, with the tools I've just mentioned, it doesn't really go wrong. Um, Linked Helper has its own inbuilt, um, safety features mm. so you can't just connect with 5,000 people a day mm. um, it stops and starts um, and it keeps you within the kind of 
LinkedIn limits. Yeah. And I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what they are, but you can't like. I think the most you could probably add, I think, is 150 a day on LinkedIn. Helper, don't quote me on that. Um, the key part of this tool is doing it all day, every day, just setting it up. I've got it in a virtual computer and it just works and works and works. And I just change the settings every week. Um, so I'm only adding 150 people a day. It's not spammy. It's not going to get me banned. So there are other tools out there that will probably allow you to you know, connect with a thousand people. You're then going to get warnings from social media saying, you know, you're spamming it. You're mm. not going to be allowed to add people for, you know, five days or whatever their um, limits are. Yeah. Um, and most of these kind of automated tools, the same as Jarvi and everything else, don't allow you to go over that. Yeah. Um, so and I mean, the choosing your tool, you just got to be really careful that it's not a tool that's yeah, going to get you in trouble. Buxy tool that some guys thrown together. And I think with anything anyway, if you were going to do that, I think you have to be realistic with yourself. How many people could you physically follow in a day? Probably a couple of hundred on Twitter if you were mm. manually doing it. Um, so if you did so happen to go for a cheaper tool, then try and make it look real um, and mm. not flag yourself up. Um, I do know that Twitter is, is several hundred people a day um, that you can follow before you start getting the message saying um, you can't do this anymore. So um, yeah, you just want to try and yeah. keep under those limits, but the tools do that for you. So, right, okay. I mean, I think technology is advanced with, with, and automation is advanced. You don't even have to give that a second thought now. No, sure. I mean, I'm idiotically, I'm now looking at everything and I've been doing it the wrong way. I've been doing it properly myself. But you look at it, right, for, for the LinkedIn one, $15 a month and that works for you. 30 days a month um, for $15. You're not going to get a cheaper rate than that. No. And it just works. And then the other one, which I can't remember the name. Jarvi.com. Jarvi yeah. is Twitter and Facebook. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Do, do yeah. you use Instagram? I do have Instagram. Um, I don't feel it's great for the type of business or the no, business that we operate not. in. Posting pictures um, of yourself isn't going to get me anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or me. <laughs> um, but um, no, I think in terms of businesses like hairdressers or some business photography, even you know mm. businesses that are selling visual kind of stuff, they can do well on Instagram. Yeah, sure. For us, how the hell can we show good SEO through a picture on Instagram or no, no, sure. you know whatever? So and, and unless you're Brad Pitt on there. Um, I look like Brad you look Pitt. a bit like Brad Pitt. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think you know Instagram doesn't work that well for me, um, but it's not sure. something I've gave a right good shot of it. To be honest, it's just one of those social media platforms. I'm like, I've yeah. got it and it's there. Can I be bothered doing a bit on it? Not really. And no one, you know, I've, I've, no one's ever came to me through it or anything. You know, in terms of asking about mm. training or, or anything like that. So, but I mean. What, where would it go horribly wrong if you're doing all this automation? I mean, you're, you're, you're saying if you've got a quality to it, it's going to go horribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, if you're careful. Mm -hmm. So you're really safe. Yep. Next question. What's going to happen next? Well, I mean, in 2020, what do you think you're going to be doing on social media? How do you think you'll be dealing with it? So you got, what, 80,000 followers, is it? Something, uh, like that? something like that, yeah. I mean, Can't in 2020, you're going to have 200,000. Yeah. Just continue to grow. But I think... Obviously, something I've been playing about with is uh, the kind of automated uh, chatbots and stuff like that. And that's oh, something... Sorry, I'm interrupting you. Do you have one that, that immediately likes and retweets somewhere where you're mentioned? Or is that really stupid? You can do that on jarvi.com okay. as well. That, so there's that loads of different stuff. I yeah, suspect why not? some of the people I know who I won't name do it because I post something and the, the like is much too fast and the wrong time of day yeah. for them. They must be in bed. So you can do it any mention. You can like, retweet it. Um, you can also on this tool 
if you wanted to, if I wanted to share Jason, you know, your stuff three Please times do. a day, um, you can program that bot to share three of your tweets per day, oh, okay. just ra at random as well. So you can actually do that. But to schmooze people, you can go and like their stuff and all that on autopilot as well. What so, me? say for example, you wanted Rand Fishkin on your your podcast, um, and he doesn't know who you are. You can just start to like a few of his things and get in his good books and massage his ego a little bit, retweet some of his stuff and then go, Rant, been following your stuff for years. How about coming on the podcast and <laughs> it may work. Um, rather than just coming out, out of the darkness and... Um, yeah. I actually just asked him nicely on LinkedIn and uh, it worked. Yeah, well, some of the, sometimes this works, but I think sometimes people like their ego massaged yeah. a little bit and uh, that can work. I've done that a few times myself, no, no, but I've I mean, not I, I, someone. I mean, the thing about it is with the podcast, people are saying yes because we, there was a webinar. We were talking about that earlier on with Anton. Yeah. Uh, I got the webinar. The webinar was good. People know that the interviews, I hope, are nice and friendly and informative. So uh, it becomes it becomes positive. So that wasn't the question. But I interrupted <laughs> you completely where we were talking about the future. I want to know what you're going to be doing in 2020 because I want to do now what you're going to be doing in two years' time. Um, well, years' time, sorry. You mean personally or on social media? On social media. On what social are the tactics going to be next year? I mean, I want to get stuck in to the kind of automated chatbots and stuff like yeah, that. I would right, like right. to set that up properly. Something I have played about with, I don't find them that accurate just now. It's, you know, you can set them up and you can drop, you know, some information on there, but sometimes it goes horribly wrong and makes you look stupid. Mm. So hopefully, you know, with technology and, you know, me upping my skills on that side um, and learning more about the tools and the ways to work them all properly, then that's something I'd like to do is kind of just set up a lot more automation on the kind of chatbot side. And for me, the things that I sell would be consultancy, but a lot of the other stuff I sell is training courses and mm. stuff. So it should be quite easy for someone to come on to, say, my Facebook chatbot, for example, and, and you know, it asks them some questions and then throws them the link to the, the basic training course or whatever it may be. Mm. Um, but some people still like human interaction at the moment. And, Surprising. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, when I'm trying to nail um, automation, people all of a sudden want to talk. Um, and then before, right. no one ever wanted to talk, did they? So, nah, it's a weird one. Uh, but no, I think sometimes you've got to have human interaction. So, you know, it's something I think will develop over the next year or so, I'm sure. Yeah. It's developed, you know, everything is always developing. It's yeah, just keeping so. on top of it and adding well, to it. David Bain was using uh, chatbots for his uh, digital marketing, signing up for his digital marketing podcast mm -hmm. uh, when he was doing the Facebook thing at the end of last year. Uh, and I actually found it pretty good. Yeah. I found it fairly convincing. I mean, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I felt that the answers corresponded to what I was kind of actually yeah. looking for. Uh, but you immediately noticed that it's a chatbot because it's too quick. Yeah. Uh, the answers are pretty pretty box, but I mean, I think he did a pretty good job of it. I'm pretty sure there's certain settings within certain chatbots that you can actually wait, like specify the time it takes to answer and stuff like that as well. Oh, okay. And I've certainly seen things like that. So things like that where it's not just a ping like that, where yeah. it looks fake, just to give that kind of user experience, if you like, um, would be a lot better. But it's it's one of those things. Um, that I wouldn't say I'm an expert in chatbots or anything. It's just something I'm dabbling in and trying to get my head around and, and play about with it and figure it out. I'm sure David um, has probably been playing about with it for a lot longer yeah, than I'm, me. Yeah, um, it's an example because I, I, it's one of the few times I've actually talked to a chatbot and yeah. I, I found it quite pleasant because it was well set up. Well done, David. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good Scottish guy as well. So oh, right, good point. He knows his stuff. Um, so we should only have cited Scottish people. Yeah. But you mentioned Rand Fishkin, it's your fault. He's half Scottish. 
Is he? All right. Somewhere there's got to be. It's <laughs> got to be some. Someone called Rand's got to be have some Scottish blood in him somewhere. That's a good point. That's a good point. So basically, <laughs> next year we're gonna we are gonna be looking at chatbots, and we'll be having another chat about your chatbot experience there. Yep. Brilliant stuff. Hopefully, I'll be able to give you some tips on. Well, you've already given me lots of tips. I'm going to go off and look at whatever it was. The Facebook tools. And Twitter. Yeah. Thank you very much. No worries. SEO is AEO. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>